Good morning. How you guys doing today? Amen. Uh, we uh, are in a series that we just started off last week called Noble Character, the Key to True Success, and uh, excited uh, about this series, excited about today. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. I uh, want to thank the Lord for a great staff here today. This is one of my favorite days, Mother's Day, uh, because it reminds me of my mom, who has had a tremendous effect in my life, a major influence in my life, as well as married to a wonderful wife who is an absolute awesome mom as well. But uh, I am just totally been under the weather, so if you would be praying for me, I've had an infection that's been going on since Thursday, been fighting a fever. I haven't felt this sick, uh, I think, since I was a freshman in school. But uh, I said, I am not missing this day. And uh, because I want to honor you moms, want to encourage you today. I feel the Lord has a word for you. I believe that he wants to encourage your hearts here today. So today... We're going to be looking at uh, the noble character, the key to true success. And today, you're going to see two examples of that. Here's to the mothers. Here's to the boo-boo kissers. Here's to the get up and warm the milk at 2 a.m. women. You are braver than you know. You make the music that makes the life, that gives the rhythm to the day in and out and in again. Courageous. You deliver babies by C-section or adoption certificate or by push and pant and wailing battle cry of birth. You give more than you think you have. And when you're empty, when you're bone dry, you wring out one more drop, one more bottle, one more soothing the temper tantrum. Hero. You make a budget stretch. You clip coupons. You fight ketchup stains. You face the awkward parent-teacher moments. You listen. You translate for your child. You do the hard work of teaching at every turn. You find a hundred new ways to answer a hundred new versions of the question, why? Champion. You show up. You take photos. You cheer. You shuttle boys and bags of gear between sports fields and serve up ice cream afterwards. You disagree with him. You make her change her skirt. But you love fiercely from beneath those unruly bangs. You learn to laugh at your reflection. You revel in your smiley wrinkles. Real. You lose your temper. You yell and apologize and stamp your foot and prove that you are human. You cry. You venture out into an ocean of vulnerability with only a small dinghy and two short oars to keep you afloat when you become a parent. Anchor. You yield your figure, your abs, your size 4 jeans, but your will turns to muscle unheard of. It grows strong with determination. No one will wound these children without going through you first. You are a last harbor, a lighthouse in the storm of internet and Facebook, failed grades and peer pressure. But in the everydayness of these moments, you start to feel it. The weight of glory, 
the glorious ordinary. And on your quietest, least interesting days, you get better at hearing the music of motherhood. Slowly a harmony rises from the collection of tasks every mother cycles through in a day. The sacred marriage of the mundane and the eternal. The small directly related to the massive. Kids walking around like so much eternity with skin on. There is no part of your everyday wash and rinse and repeat routine that isn't significant. You make the music that makes the life that gives the rhythm to the day in and out and in again. You are braver than you know because you mother. Come on, mothers. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. We honor you. We bless you here today. I want to take you to a scripture found in Proverbs chapter 31. And if you have a Bible, would you turn there with me? If you don't, you can go ahead and follow along on the screen. Many of you probably have heard this chapter, read this chapter before. Believe it or not, uh, when I was single, I was in, in, there was a verse in this chapter that I hung on to as I was praying for a wife. And it's found here in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10, a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Now, I want you to catch this here when you go through this. This is not just a wife or a woman being described, but also half of what's going on here is what's happening with a mom and her kids. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. And she is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while the still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it, and out of her earnings she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously, and her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand she holds the staff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. And when it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. 
She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Amen? Amen. An awesome scripture. And, and uh, ladies that have read that, and moms that have read that, kind of just throw their hands up in the air and say, well, that, I certainly don't qualify for that area. Uh, that is super mom uh, who has been injected with supernatural strength and, and wisdom, and I could never do anything like that. And, uh, and I just want to say here, here something to you. I want you to kind of take a look. How does this lady do all of these things? Uh, I want you to write down on your paper. Here it is. Uh, God. She does it through the strength of God. And number two, uh, there in verse 15, it talks about where she has some help. She has some servant girls that has come to her side. So she's not doing all of these things, okay, in and of her own strength. There's some people that are around to help her out. But she's doing some noble things. Now, I want to take you through a couple verses. I'm going to go ahead and read here. I want you to go down to verse 10 where it says a wife of noble character, okay, uh, who, who can find. And we're on, on this topic of noble character. I want to read it to you from verse 10 from the Amplified. It says, uh, a capable, intelligent, and virtuous woman, who is he who can find her? She is far more precious than Jews, and her value is far above rubies or Pearls. So we know here that she's not just a wife, but she is a mother as well. But the question is, how much is this woman worth? Okay, is she worth a lot of dough? Okay, uh, in, in, in the terms of the writer right here, the king right here, he says she's worth far more than mo- than the most precious jewels than you can imagine. So this woman has great value. But what makes this woman or this mo- mother of great value and of noble character? I want to take you down to a, a couple of verses. I just want to kind of share some things, some personal stories uh, uh, about uh, my mom uh, as well as my wife. And just want to bring some things as some encouragement to you here in verse 12. First of all, I want to just make this comment is that this lady brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She is fulfilling the, the, the mandate, what is happening there in, in, in uh, Genesis where, where God has, has called the woman in, in her role. Yes, there are roles that, that God has called women to be the man's helpmate. And, uh, and he says, this woman has been something that has been a blessing to me. There's no question about it. A good wife a good woman will make a man better. 
And I want to say that, uh, that my wife, uh, having her in my life, there is no question about it. She has made me a better person, a better man, a better follower of Jesus Christ. And I give the Lord thanks for her and for how she has worked in my life. But I want you to go down with me to verse 15. And I want to make a couple of comments right here on, on some excerpts where it kind of gives some snapshots of what this lady does as a mother. It says, she gets up while it is still night. Okay, That is obviously talking about a mom who is getting up with her child. And, uh, and, uh, and, and I thank the Lord. I mean, when it, when it comes to nighttime and I go to sleep, I take no ownership of what goes on in my life. Okay, When I'm out, I am out. And... Uh, but there's something about mom. Uh, they are born with a special ear. They can hear things uh, that's going on at night, and they're up. And, and how many, I don't know if any of you have ever had one of these things, moms, but we had one of these things called a, a monitor. Where Does anybody know what I'm talking about, monitors? Okay, for those who didn't have that, uh, a monitor, it was just a device, uh, kind of worked like a walkie-talkie, but whenever... Uh, your baby was stirring during the night and getting restless and you were maybe, they were on one side of the house and you were on one side of the house. You just kind of turned on this de- device. And, and I remember we've, we had to use that for a, a number of our diff- of babies that we had. And, and I remember all of a sudden, you know, I hear this, this noise go, uh, 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 and, and then, oh, and then I'm going, oh no. And, uh, and then it, it, uh, and it keep on going. Then all, then all of a sudden, it's a full blast cry. Come and get me and attend to my needs. And I was doing a little bit of study. Uh, the Mayo Clinic found out this. For moms, uh, they found on an average that they lose uh, in their very first year for, for their newborns, lose two hours of sleep uh, every day. That's about 740 hours, okay, two months of sleep. So I want you to, for those who are young here today, and and just remember that your mom had literally lost sleep over you, and uh, be thankful for that. Uh, And then it says here that in verse 15, she provides food for her family, Uh, I would like to just kind of make some, talk to you a little bit about tradition and talk to you about something called food. And, 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 and I know there are moms that are here that are working and, and you have to manage a job and you also have to manage uh, the home and, and you're juggling a, a number of different balls. And, and I want to just tell you something. I put no condemnation on um, busy moms uh, that are trying to make ends meet and just trying to just trying to make it, trying to keep it together. And uh, we just want to bless you here this morning. But I, I just want to encourage moms. There's this something sacred about when families and when, when kids and moms and dads, when they are able to get together and have a meal. And, and you say, well, that, you know, some of you, what are you talking about, Pastor Mike? We do that all the time. Well, I want to tell you that is becoming more rare and rare where families, because they're so scattered, they're so busy uh, that many times that they're missing out uh, on getting together and having food together. 
And that was something that was very important. Uh, even though we came from a, a poor family, that was something that we did every single evening. We got together, we sat down, and we had a meal together. For us personally, uh, uh, in our own kids, in our life right now, we live a hectic, busy schedule. If we can find three or four evenings to where we can sit down and have a meal together, we're doing well. But I want to say probably for us and for me personally, my favorite times of the day, not only just as a dad, but when I was a son, uh, was when we got to sit down together as a family and have a meal together. Not only did we get to enjoy the benefits of a good meal together from my wife, but also those were the times that we were able to connect together as a family to find out what was going on in each other's lives. And to be frank with you, uh, when we had uh, just our six kids and from Kelly and, and, and Christy, and when they were all together uh, in a home and we were eating dinner together, it, it was up for grabs at dinner times. Absolutely hilarious, absolutely fun, absolutely great bonding moments together as a family. And I want to encourage, uh, encourage families, get together for a meal. Make that a priority. But he says right here that, that she takes care of her kids. She, she feeds her kids. And then I want you to go down with me to verse 25. It says, she is clothed with, with strength and dignity, and she can laugh at days to come. Okay? And verse 25 from the Good News Translation says this. She is strong and respected, and she is not afraid of the future. Now, I want you to uh, think about this uh, as mom. I want you to think about this as a lady. When it, when it makes this, this statement here in verse 25, that she can laugh at the days to come. She sees the future, and she's not worried about the future. Now, that, that's some of us, when we look at the future and what's going to be happening in the future, a lot of times people get weirded out. Wondering, man, are we going to make it together as a family? How are my kids going to turn out? Is everything going to be okay? But when she looks at the future, she's not worried about the future. Why is that? Because she knows the one who is in control of the future. She's deeply connected to God. And then in verse 26, it says, She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Verse 26 from the Amplified Bible says this, She opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom. And on her tongue is the law of kindness, giving counsel and instruction. And I want to say this, and I know moms, you are doing your very best to go ahead and, and to attend and to meet the needs of your kids. And, and I praise God and for your selflessness in doing this. But when you birth that child, okay, who is now, become, who is now a, a teenager or, or maybe just seven or eight years old, remember what you birthed. This is not just a human being. You birthed an eternal being. This is an eternal, this is something an eternal that God has put uh, and entrusted to your care. And, and God has called you to entrust godly wisdom into your children. 
Now, I have to be frank with you. Even though we, we were a, quote, religious family, we went to church on Sunday. We were not a family who knew God. Uh, we, we believed in God. We had some values, but we certainly did not have a personal relationship with God. And it wasn't until I was a sophomore in high school that my mother became born again. And, uh, and by that time, uh, there were only uh, two of us, or, I mean three of us that were left in the household. The other three had moved out. And it was at that point in her life that my mom began to speak some of the things that she was learning from the Bible and, and began to share with us. And it wasn't until I was really born again did I really begin to did it begin to click and to understand what she was beginning to teach me. And I remember many late night conversations after I got saved at 19 years of age and uh, where we sat on the couch uh, in a chair together and mom just sharing her heart, pouring her heart out to me and sharing from God's word. And those were some of the most uh, uh, awesome moments, great moments of wisdom that my mom had given to me. And I look at through the years and I've watched my wife uh, take the, the golden moments, the teachable moments, which each one of our children to go ahead and speak wisdom into her kids and to do it with careful instruction. And that says she gives counsel with kindness and careful instruction. And I want you to look down with me to verse 27. It says she looks, okay, hold on. She watches over the affairs of her household and she does not eat the bread of idleness. The Amplified Bible puts it this way. She looks well to how things go in her household and the bread of idleness, gossip, discontent, and self-pity, she will not eat. This is a woman who is definitely, who is diligent, who is strong, who loves God, who is very connected to God. And she looks well to how things are going in her household. She's a great manager. But I want you to also look here this morning. I want to kind of bring this to a conclusion. I'm going to show you something here in just a moment. I want you to see the result of noble character. Go with me down to verse 28. Pastor Chris didn't know I was going to be preaching on this, but here we go. This is going to be the the area uh, that's on us that are not moms, okay? And it says, Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Her. Okay, let me read to you a couple different versions from the same verse. From the ERV, it says, Her children say good things about her. Good News Translation said, Her children show their appreciation. Tyndale Living Bible says it this way, Her children stand and they bless her. The NCV says this, Her children speak well of her. One more verse, and then I want to show you something. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Render to all men their dues. Pay taxes to whom taxes are due. Sorry about that. I don't like to pay high taxes either, but uh, anyways. Revenue to whom revenue is due. If you owe someone, make sure you pay them back. Respect to whom respect is due. And honor to whom honor is due. This is the first time I've ever preached uh, or really shared from 
this passage in the scripture of Proverbs chapter 31. And uh, I, I want to just show you something to, to the woman who really has made a big difference in my life. The one who has brought me good, not harm all the days of my life. And her kids, okay, all eight of them, six that were birthed through her and two that were adopted, you're going to see them honor their mom this morning. Proverbs 31 woman, it's obvious to me that she embodies it. See, my mom didn't do everything exact like buying random fields or clothing us only in purple, but she worked so hard to make our house a home. Our home was a refuge. We could be ourselves. She treated us with kindness and respect, and she fostered that relationship among myself, my siblings, and my dad. But the biggest thing is she she made our family grow together, and I have lifelong friends because of you, Mom. Thanks. I hope to make my own family a lot like what you've made ours one day. Proverbs 31.15 says, She also rises while it is still yet night and provides food for her household. If anyone knows my mom, June Rarick, you would know that she is up at 4.30 in the morning just about every day. Sometimes not by choice. I think she suffers a little bit of insomnia, but she is one of the most selfless people I know. Waking up, making lunches, getting breakfast, getting us dressed and ready to go for the day. That was her life for so many years and still many more to come. Um, I just want to thank you, Mom, just for everything that you have done in my life. You've just instilled so many good things in me. And I love you so much. Happy Mother's Day. Proverbs 31:26 says, She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. My mother has offered me so much wisdom throughout the years, from little things like eat your vegetables to big things like don't do drugs. I think about one time when I was 16 years old, and my mother picked me up in the wee hours of the night. I had one of the darkest days of my entire life. I felt like dirt. And you know what my mother did? She got down in that dirt with me. And she shared with me some of the most thoughtful, kind words I could have ever heard at that time. Thank you, Mom, for getting down in the dirt with me. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. And out of all the scripture in the Bible, I don't think there's a better portion uh, to describe my mom in Proverbs 31. I remember the first time my mom counted to 31. And I said, Mom, you did it. You counted to 31. You're a Proverbs 31 woman. Now is the day I started to see other parts of the, that chapter of the, the book of wisdom, um, such as verse 15. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. Now, I, I don't remember any maidservants. Um, she may have cooked for them and delivered the food while we were still sleeping. I don't know. And also, I guess, waking up every morning and having my mom have uh, a 
pot of coffee ready. She probably already had two herself. But um, just knowing that I could wake up every morning and um, just talk with my mom about life and usually always caused me to be a little bit late for school, but that's just because we're always having great conversation early in the morning. So. My mom is the type of person that I look up to so much. She inspires me every single day. She has raised six children and that's a miracle. In my standards, I think that's pretty amazing. She is the type of person that she does a lot of little things that people may not notice, but they, that's her way of showing that she cares. It's, she doesn't ask for anything in return. I just respect her so much for that. She's been there for me through a lot of hard times, and she's also my rock. You know, every time that something may go wrong or something, she's the one person that I know I can count on no matter what. She's always there to, when I have a bad day, I can just walk up to her and say, Mom, I just really need a hug. And she's there for me every single time. And um, I just want to say, Mom, I really appreciate you and I love you so much for everything you do. And um, I hope that this Mother's Day is good for you. Love you. What makes my mom special is so many things. She's that selfless person that loves everybody around her, her family, her friends, people she's never met. But what makes my mom special is that she she puts everyone before herself. She she'll do things for other people but won't ask for anything in return. She has taught me through God's way and she's not just my mom. She's been my best friend, and she's been there for any given situation. And like, when it was harder for me in the beginning getting the points, she was there at any situation, hugging me and comforting me, and sometimes on occasion, taking me to McDonald's if I was feeling horrible. But she, she, loves everybody around her. I love you, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. You deserve it. What makes Mommy special, Samuel? Um, Mommy being nice and Mommy take care of me. Um, Mom adopted us and I love you. What makes Mommy special, Josiah? Uh, Baba cooks dinner and and she takes care of us. Thank you for adopting me. I love you. Happy Mother's Day! I love you! They like to eat dinner together. Amen. That's the first time I got a chance to see that. Um, I got to ask you guys a favor, please. Uh, June's going to be coming to the second service. She does not know about this. And uh, so when you see her, please don't go. You can't you, wait until you see what happens in the service. Can, can you guys do that for me? Amen. So anyways, I just wanted to let you know that uh, the person that I'm married to uh, has been truly a gift from God who's truly made a huge difference 
not only in my life, but in eight other kids' lives as well. And mom, I just want to tell you, for those that are here today, you truly made a huge difference. And you are truly making a huge difference in your kids' life today. For those who who are grandmas and grandpas, and, and your kids have moved out of the house, your parenting hasn't ended. Would I be right in saying that? You're still, you're still encouraging. You're still making the phone calls. You're still having to give uh, wise counsel. And I wanted to say thank you so much for being a blessing to your kids. But I would like to just do one more thing. I do this each Mother's Day, and I love this part. Uh, would, you allow, uh, would you allow me to just pray over you here this morning? I'm going to ask that the moms... If you would just come here today for those who are mothers, uh, your kids are out of the house, that's fine. Would you just kind of, would you come up here to the front? And I'm going to ask you if you would just kind of just spread out here. Come on quickly, come on up here to the front, okay? Come on, you can give them their hands. And then I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask that husbands, sons and daughters get behind that wife, get behind that mom, okay? Would you put your hand on their shoulder here this morning? And we're going to pray. We're going to bless. We're going to bless that special wife, that special mom. Moms, would you just put your hands like this for a moment if you could? Would you just receive? I know this this day is a mixed bag of emotions for a lot of moms. I know some of you are standing up here feeling, looking at the failures that you've made as a mom and there's no perfect moms. I just want to let you know that. Even Jesus' mom wasn't perfect. There are problems in that household as well. And I just want to let you know that as you continue to grow in godly character, as you continue to grow in your relationship with Christ. You are becoming more and more like Jesus in your thoughts and your attitudes. And your kids are going to be better off for that. And I encourage you to keep on growing in your relationships. But I want you to know here this morning, please don't live in the past. Please don't... Don't live in the past any failures. I want you to look back. If you do look in the past, learn from those things. Remember the moments that were golden. Remember the fun times. Remember those moments when you were able to hold your kid. When they were in the dirt. God was using you at that time to be His voice, to be His hands, to be His ears. 
you represent you represent the character of God to your kids here today God wants to say to you well done and he wants you to know he says I love you and I bless you and so father I thank you for each mother that is here today from the young one, Lord, to the one where the kids have moved out of the house. Lord, I thank you for each, Lord, each person, Lord, each one, God, that has made a a truly huge difference in their kids' lives, Lord. Their kids are better off because of mom. I thank you, Lord, for their lives. And I'm asking, Lord, that you, Lord, would just touch them, Lord. I pray, God, for those who feel so inadequate. I pray for those, Lord, who feel like, God, that they've messed up. But, Lord, I'm asking, God, that they would see grace covers them. Mercy covers them. And I pray, God, that you, Lord, would continue to use each mom here today. God, that you would help them, Lord, to to be, Lord, encouragers, to speak, Lord, with godly wisdom. And God, to be able to do that in the spirit of kindness and gentleness. I'm asking, God, that you would do that work, Lord. So, Lord, today, I lift up each mom before you. And I pray, Lord, your blessing upon them. God, I pray that this would be a great year, Lord, Lord, with their kids. Lord, to those who are struggling, God, who have sons or daughters, God, are here in this place who are off, Lord, who have left the path. God, who are in a place of rebellion, who are not serving you, who are not following you. God, I join in their prayers, God who are praying over sons and daughters who are lost. God, I pray that you would touch them. Pray, God, that they would come, Lord, back to you, come back to their senses, to those who are backslidden. I pray, God, that they would come to know you. And to those, Lord, who have never had an encounter, Lord, with you, I pray that you would send the Holy Spirit to bring conviction to show them their need for a Savior. And Lord, as children and as husbands, we thank you, Lord, for our wives. We thank you, Lord, for our moms. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. In your name we pray. Amen.